You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. I'm Tom. And our guest today? I'm Scanlon. Scanlon, what is your pedigree? Why are you on this podcast? What is your first name? Uh, uh, my first name is John, okay. by the way. Okay. What's your middle name? Joseph. I'm a John Joseph. So you're Irish. No you're all Irish? Yeah, I'm Irish. John Joseph Scanlon. Yeah. What's your confirmation my name? My confirmation name is James. Three Wow. Why are you on this podcast? What's, t- tell us your bona fides here. Uh, I'm a promoter on Long Island. I've... Um, the promoter on Long Island, that would go as far as to say? Sure, that, that works. Uh, I've, I've done a fest before, I put out a record or two, I have a hand in a venue, so I, I'm like, got my hands on a bunch of different things, and I just like hardcore, so. That's and your age? I am 26. And today you're here, not just because you're an interesting person, but there's a specificity to our podcast today. Uh, welcome, this is a hardcore podcast. Today we're going to be talking uh, about hardcore festivals. Uh, this is... You might be surprised if you are uh, not a musician or uh, not part of the hardcore Illuminati that this is a touchy subject. Yes. Uh, this is a thing that people get punched in the face over, or threats on their DMs. Do not send us threatening DMs. We are talking about things uh, that are opinion-based with no... I have, to be totally frank with you, this is an episode that I can say there is no axe to grind on my part. Uh yeah, when was the last time, like, say, self defense played a fest, like they a hardcore fest? Oh, we, we, we actually you played, played fest. We play, no, we. I'll get into it, but okay. but uh, uh, I wish all the fests the best of luck. But but we'll get into all that. Uh, the format of Axe to Grind is that we speak a lot of truth. We also speak a lot of opinion, and if if one of our opinions is maybe uh, colored by something in our past or a beef. Personal experience. Personal experience. Yeah. Uh, just a, a strong distaste that has something to do other than the merit of the actual piece. We say, I got an axe to grind or I'm grinding an axe. That's how you know that we know our own biases. So let's launch into this. Two men in this room have done festivals. Bob, you've done a fest? I have. Uh, I did Sound and Fury Festival from 2006 to 2009. Were, the, were those the first years? Yes. So you uh, created Sound and Fury. Yeah, Wait. Sound and Fury was started by myself, Sean Riley, and Todd gotcha. Jones. And Scanlon, you have done? Uh, I've done two. One was just a straight-up hardcore fest called Vengeance Fest, That's which right. I had Tom play. How, um, many, how many days? It was just two. Okay. I also treat it as more of just like two bigger shows. It wasn't like an all-day thing or anything like, like that. that. Like that. And then the other one I did was uh, I did two called Mixtape Fest with uh, my friend Jake, who works with me. And uh, it was more of a mixed bill. Fest. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Was there a California version of that too? Did I make that up? There was. Did you uh, were you involved with that too? No, that was just Jake and I forget the other dude's name. That was like a little bit before. That wasn't my time. Christian Cleanser, was it? Christian McKnight, was it? 
No, 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 no. He, oh, he, uh, yeah. That's so Christian else. did help with Long Island Fest a little bit, though. Okay. Let's so, see. so uh, we asked people to hit us. Now, a lot of the fest do put it out there. Hey, hit us with your suggestions, and sometimes they mean bands. I know Sound and Fu- Sound and Fury does like a more open. Tell us what you want out of this fest, and that can include like you know better access to toilets or you know tacos, whatever, sure. whatever the hell. So. The fests are pretty receptive, I think, to at least the idea of offering uh, your opinion. We're how much do you? How much weight do you think they put in those opinions? I, okay, so honestly, I speak to Riley at Sound of Well, Fury. it's different. Yeah, I think. Wait, what? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. But like, how much? Like, you know, like when you see people that have like. Tell us what you want. Like, give us your top twenty bands you'd like to see. I how know, much of that shit's I, actually? Gotten? I know Riley does. Uh, okay. Yes. I mean, we we were I, doing. I, I'm not no, we were doing that in 2007. You go, oh fuck, dude. We got like 87 votes for no, but lights we, out. Let's no, get but it whatever. was more just information collecting and seeing what people were into. Okay. Uh, I would yeah. say the biggest thing to me was, you know, when we started Sound and Fury 2006, I was 24 years old. Um, wow. And so was. Todd and Riley was maybe a year older um, but we always said if we were booking Bob Todd Riley Fest the lineup would look a lot different and sure. it would not be as appealing uh, to, to more people which audience. is fine um, and you know that hasn't changed as we've gotten older it was more like a checking out the room and being like oh what's this band that got five votes that we haven't heard of let's check this out right. oh let's check this out so we, we would check all that out and you know I, I don't think I'm revealing any recipes but it was more just about information and it's getting opinions of as many people as you can and it's like i was saying it's not just the band thing though i think the bands like that's what makes you want to go but your overall experience is what makes you want to come back so so like because once a fest is established in my view people are then start it's a thing it's a destination it's a destination like we can talk about United Blood, which I think is probably like the premier hookup uh, fest. Is it? I yeah, that, that's where you go when you've been talking to somebody online for fucking like a year, and then you go and you hang well, out. Well, let's hold on, because we're all old men. Yeah. Scanlon? Is that true? I mean, probably. Have you hooked probably, up United Blood? No. Okay. Prob- uh, I think people do like, uh, United Blood definitely gets a rep for being like a social gathering, more right. so like, See, there, there are literally people like... That or even my friends that don't really care about the bands or anything like that will actually pay for a ticket and just to go, go to Richmond and just hang out. Yeah, yeah. it's a party. Right. I mean, it's a, and, but that's a great destination and it's a as good well. Party. And, yeah. and, right. we're, and we're going to talk about what makes that fest work because I I have a total uh, strong feeling on what makes that fest viable. But let's let's talk about the fests. Let's uh, just talk about fests in general. Well, okay. does anybody have a fest that they're really partial to? Any, oh, I mean, like, let's, my, like over a, the years, like. Is somebody in the room a black and blue bowl guy, and somebody else in the room is a sound of fury guy? Because these, right. the, the culture of these fests is different. Well, so the cultures are way different, and I think that's something that goes into it. I think they bring a lot to the table, and it's hard because I, I can't say oh, I'm a sound and fury guy. I scribbled the name on my fucking notepad in college, so <laughs> right, it's um, all different. Yeah. and they all have different vibes. And so, sort of. yeah. but but I mean, what that what you said brings up to me is that. All of the fests that we're going to talk about, and this can kind of be sort of a, a precursor to the actual conversation, have a different different feel, a different texture, and that's kind of a cool thing. So let's acknowledge that up front. Um, I think it's their biggest asset right now. Absolutely. And, and I think that the danger is we have so few headliner, headliners at the moment that they have yep. to cannibalize each other. And it's it, a necessary evil. There's, it, 
Uh, you're going to see a lot of the same bands. Correct. That could legitimately ten current bands. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, then you're getting into we're going to talk about the dice roll of reunions. We're going to talk right. into all that. But uh, I think that if there's any danger of these fests infringing on each other's sort of uh, uh, fiefdoms, yeah, it, like yeah. is is that it, we are kind of there's not a ton of headliners right now. And that yeah. is a problem because uh, this is hardcore has a distinct flavor. Absolutely. A- mm-hmm. And, and if they have to share headliners with other, it, it's, it becomes a thing. And I don't know if the average person, Realize. the average person right. might go to the one closest to them. They might go to the one that they've heard is hottest, but they don't understand that there's firstly, let's just concede the fact. Even if we like a fest, don't like a fest, there's an incredible amount of work that goes into these shits. Like on a level that probably 363 days worth of work to correct, go into it for, correct. Yeah. and for sometimes very low ret- for sometimes <laughs> very low returns. Yes. A- and uh, or some big returns cuz some people, you know, I mean, there's got to be some kind of return on One thing I definitely don't want to do is be math magicians on this podcast <laughs> because as Scanlon can probably tell you, as soon as you start booking shows, everybody wants to know about your numbers and this and that. Yeah, and I don't think Yeah, it is interesting. But it's it's really interesting if someone goes, hey, oh man, it's three day festival. You're charging fifty bucks, and there's like a thousand people here. You made a billion. You dollars. just made fifty thousand dollars, and or, it's like, well, you know, that's an interesting number to pull out because it's like, no, actually, there's costs that right. go into this. Or sometimes saying. bands hear what other bands are making, and they go, hold on, wait a minute, why aren't we getting that money? Oh, yeah. We're not getting that money. We're not playing anymore. Yeah, that just happened. Uh- I mean, I don't care about calling them out. They're like 40-year-old men. They're not going to find 40, me. 40? They're probably they're fucking 50. 50. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, this band called Infest was supposed to play FYA. Oh. Found out how much their friends were making. And, and was just like Chain of Strength. And we're just like, oh, well, we see how much the ticket prices are, and we see what our friends are getting. Mind you, Chain of Strength was headlining. headlining and they were Infest was going to play second to last sure. on the other day to Code Orange. And was like, well, we want that or we're out. And Bob said, all right, fuck you, basically. So Bob is the guy who books FYI. Yeah, yeah, Bob got a better replacement, in my opinion. They are better. And a bigger bang for his buck, I'm sure. So let's, I think what Pat said was a really good point. It's, there's a small pool of headliner level. So that begs the question, well, what do you do? There's cannibalizing, there's different things. You try to avoid, I think most people who do festivals don't want to book the same fest as the guys across the street, Mm -hmm. even if... The guys across the street are throwing their party, and they got a pool, and you just have, you know, a bocce ball court. Um, <laughs> I think what Bob Wilson, who books FYA Fest, as we mentioned on this podcast before, did was really interesting. I think it was cool what he did with replacing Infest with Iron Age. Um, but we have a dude in the room who was there. Can you give us some FYA details? Tell us about the fest. Um, bands that like stuck out that you were shocked yeah. at the re- the responses they got positively or negatively. Well, or- first off, I just want to give um, a positive review to FYA. Whereas Bob is smart, he focuses on current bands yep. and things that are being talked about, and doesn't care so much more for like having a cool headliner or yeah. I mean, obviously, well, I he, think he, he does. Cool he does. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. Yeah. He, but the thing is, though, is he gets mostly good current headliners, whereas like. The thing with Fest right now, which is the biggest problem, as you mentioned, there's not that many headliners to begin with anyway, is that it's like, it's kind of annoying booking a Fest and being like, all right, well, I know they probably won't get a good reaction. They're going to probably cost me a lot of money, but I got to get some crazy reunion band just to have on the top. Time out. Sure. Yeah. No, you don't. What do you, well, I, I, I don't people, think you do. People I, think you do. People think you do. People who book Fests 
who think that should stop. Yeah. Because you don't need to. And I think it's hard. And I'm not calling anyone specific out. I was there too. You don't need that. No. Look in value and you look at your books and you go, oh, and I'm not talking, oh man, I would have made so much more money. I'm saying, oh shit, I paid this much out and that meant I couldn't have booked these five bands that, man, that would have been really cool. I think the reason and what you identified is perfect. Bob, as much as anyone at this table and we're all pretty freaky about this is checking out new bands all the time all the time and his strength is that he books an incredible level of newer bands that are coming up Mm -hmm. he can forecast and say yo this band is really good all they need is a chance to play yep. and, and he books the order is really concise I think there's a really nice flow up mm-hmm. and it's not and overdone there's not, not 47 bands a day well no and that's always and a problem that's, that's a separate right. issue sure. but yeah. he just books a really solid current relevant hardcore fest reunions cool Iron Age you can call it a reunion reunion yeah. or not It's they haven't played for a while they played um, so it counts as a reunion hmm. but it was felt vital it felt vibrant it didn't feel tread Yo, I love Infest. I love Chain of Strength. Those sure. things felt kind of tread. Yeah. So, but not in that. Maybe not in that part of the country. Oh no, that's, that's, right. that's, that's the that's other, other huge right. thing. Yeah. Huge thing. But, but like, I do think there's a mentality that happens when you're booking these things that you feel like shit. I need, I need that whipped cream and cherry on the Sunday. Yep. Yo, if the ice cream's good enough, serve it. One hundred percent. So, so FYI. Um. So the bands, in my opinion, that I got. Great reactions were Eco Strike. Yep. I don't know if you've all heard them yet. Yeah. London's new band. Um, they they could have headlined. They smoked it. It's like crazy how well um, Florida, specifically like South Florida, um, right. to be a little bit more specific. Yeah, they all their bands um, do so well right now in Florida. Like South Florida goes off very hard for they rep for like it, it's which crazy, is amazing, which, is, which really is good. Cool. Like um, this band called Day by Day oh, went up to Boston to play. Uh, well, trip, yeah, America's Hardcore. Right. And literally, I'm not kidding you. I think the Florida kids like counted. There was like 80 of them that flew up just for the really? fest. And like we were saying a couple of podcasts ago, how insane. Yeah, listen, that reaction. I, was. I, th- yeah. This is not me taking a thing away from day by day or from Vane. Uh, but if you want a cheat code, young people, on to how to make your band pop, get your friends to act like oh yeah, you politics. you bring twenty of your homies and you have them be the wildest dudes and young women or, or blind justice at, at United Bloodlust, right? Yeah, because then everybody goes, I want to be part of that, right? Yeah. They and obviously they don't know like that you like live next door to and, this. And why do they like, want to be a part of that? Because it's because fun. everyone else is having fun. Yeah. I want to be part of that too. Yeah. Correct. So yeah. che- cheat code: get your homies to come. Uh, and, and go off for, for your friends' bands. Yeah, yeah, good call. That's like to to be honest, like this band from Long Island, Jukai. That's how they got like pretty popular is because they would fill a van and a bunch of Long Island kids would travel and they, and like their Long Island sets themselves were always crazy, but it was all like their friends and stuff. And then that's what really put them on like the map because like right. when and they Bob kind of gave them a, when, a cut like a like a, an in before yeah. a lot of other. Well, what I was gonna say them, yeah. when they played the first FYA like. Literally, like thirty or forty Long Island kids just went down there and just like made Amazing. sure to right, that they had a good set and all that. So definitely helps, you know. Um, so, so FYA, uh, good sets. Eco so Strike was Eco great. Strike, right. Um, I don't really like them that much, but this band played their last show. It was Elegy. It's not really my style. They 
They had a great set. What um, was it like? What's the band about? They're kind of like a vegan straight edge. Yeah, yeah vegan like, straight yeah. edge. Florida yeah. vegan straight edge. I, I, yeah, but like, like a like, day of suffering kind of like yeah, metal-y. they, they, they yeah. go for like more like the European like yeah, hardcore like, like Archangel yeah, sure. stuff. Yeah, uh, okay. maybe not that hard. I, I I actually I liked the last thing that they, whatever that thing okay. was. I thought and it was I know they went through a lot of shit Wait, because they, they made the the comments. Yeah, what was about the, how oh, that was so dumb. She she was basically saying like. It's a redundant statement. It's crazy. It has to even be said, but I'm just going to say it like it's really not that hard to be straight edge or vegan. And that was it. She was like, yeah. that's all I'm going to say. And what did it get blown up to be, Tom? Uh, just kind of like, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. It was misheard as kill yourself if you're not, not straight edge or vegan. vegan. And right. yo, what did we all say? That. We all said, you know what we all said? Cool. I'm not vegan. I am straight edge. I don't care. Right. I love the that, conviction. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I walked into a room and it was the dudes from uh, No Redeeming Social Value, like if you don't drink forties, you should kill yourself. I'm like, I, I, I'm still yeah. so saying, I, I think, like, I'm. Let me watch what you're gonna say next. Yeah. It, right, exactly. Yeah, I, I love provocative. It, I love yeah. that shit. I love it. And you know what? Shit. It's true. I if love, you want to be vegan, you can walk down the fucking street. It's not like a, you know what I mean. It oh, is. I mean, as a, as a statement, no, it's not. Uh, like, not but you're not saying anything that's out of bounds. No, but like, you know what? At this exact moment, you, somebody in the room said, "What about the migrant farmer that that can't afford the vegan uh, yeah, shit?" And what, you think that's happening? What, honestly, honestly, no, <laughs> that's a good point. Yo, you know what? The conviction of saying it, and I, I, I like what she said. If she had said, "Kill yourself if you're not." I'm with it. Do, I don't do your thing. So, I so I got heard, but that set was crazy. Yeah, um, they're a South Florida band as well. I don't know exactly where I don't they're think from. I think they're from Florida. They're from Florida. I'm not really too yeah. sure. Um, Vane, of course, had a great one. Um, trying to think of like more of the current bands that had a good, really good one. Um, Abuse of Power did really well. Awesome. Yeah, I think they're a cool band. Um, Iron Age obviously had a really good set. I sort of felt bad they had a lot of uh, technical difficulties. But people were telling me that was it. It was wild. That was was yeah. that the biggest set of the weekend? Eco Strike, right? Probably Eco Strike, honestly. Wow. Who was main support for Chain the night before? Um, that was. Why is that escaping me right now? I'm just curious. For Chain. Why because you were uh, oh, you were running the stage. Yeah, so. oh, I already forgot. I erased I, that whole weekend from my memory. I'm just curious you know? to see. Like, I, I'm gonna. Th- I, well, he's looking yeah, what yeah. up something. I'm right. gonna say maybe something heretical. I don't understand how like a young person gets into Iron Age. I think like Iron Age. We're, we're gonna say something real right now. Uh, and this is not a knock against a good band. You know what I mean? We'd all agree Iron Age is a good band. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have always been a poser magnet. Is it true or untrue? No, untrue. I would you, fight that. I would. Uh, really? Do you yeah. think they were the predecessor to Power Trip? I think. I, I mean, I think Power I, Trip sounds just like. Yeah, no, but, it doesn't sound like it. It's, Power I think Trip no, is very different. I, it's got the whole like best wishes Chromax vibe. Ah, uh, it's really interesting. Go ahead, tell me. Okay, so so I actually like I like some Iron Age and yeah. dislike sure, some sure, other totally. Iron. It does, but it doesn't matter. I, I'm just saying that. For a moment, they were the band that uh, people professed to like, oh. but you really could not figure out. Uh, no, they're, 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 see them. Yeah. no, that's that is true. I think uh, I'd make a distinction between they're the band that people would yell like, "Oh, I, I love Iron Age, I love Iron Age," and then you go see Iron Age, and it's like, "Oh, there's not a lot of people in this room," or "Oh." There's a lot of people in this room and not a lot of people really actively fun. into it or interested. Yeah. And I mean, I saw Iron Age early. Those dudes, big credit. They started doing their lane. Um, they were playing off a demo touring with Mental in 05 where they were playing like a 15 or 20 minute set, which for them meant four or five songs. And they were rotating. They had all these songs. So they were going out and doing it right right away. That LP, Constant Struggle, is... It's sick. It's great. It's a great yeah. record. Sleeping Eye is a very good record and different. But I'll say this. In 2010, I think I'm living in San Antonio, 
I go see them play a metal show in San Antonio at this small club. What's the club there? You guys play uh, the uh, Dirt Farm. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> it was smaller in the room. We we're recording this podcast, in, and there was like eleven people there. Yeah, they were wonderful. They were excellent. Yeah. But but that professional, like oh, sleeping on that record is incredible. But it just didn't draw people out. Now I'd seen them say a couple months later at Chaos and Taos, and the room was full and going crazy. Yeah. Well, but but I guess that's what I mean is that they became a Chaos and Taos, another fest that I, it hasn't been going on for been going on for a few years for a few years now. But uh, that was sort of and is it? Listen, uh, this is not me shitting on the dudes who do Chaos and Tejas. This, is, but like that was its own poser magnet as well. Like, like <sighs> that was like a Coachella for dirty kids. That's exactly no, right. Okay, but, like, that's exactly. You know right. what's funny? It, it's it's hard because like. Could you say that, like, oh, Sound and Fury is a fucking Coachella for kids with neon shirts? Correct. Yeah, yes, right. yeah, I would say you that. You totally can. Yeah, and I think that's, but that's that's the piece. It's like, what goes into booking these festivals is that, one, you have the understanding right out of the gate that there's going to be a significant portion of your audience who's attending the festival to be attending the festival and seeing other people. Their now money more than is ever. just as green as the, the guy people who come, come and come up and to you green. and say, I'm so glad you booked Despise You. I wanted to see them. I came to this fest by myself from seven hours and drove, and I wanted to say thank you and look like they're tears. I'm getting emotional thinking about it because it's awesome. But you don't get that from 90% of the audience, but that's okay because you're trying to do something, you're putting it together. There's not going to be an appreciation of the amount of work that it took and the amount of time that you spent doing this and thinking like, Ooh, do we have too many heavy bands? Do we have too many melodic bands? Da, 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 da. Right. How many bands? What would the set list? What's the right number? Look like? Where what? should these bands play? There's a lot of work, but that's okay. So I would not call it. But yo, I went to Chaos and Chaos. Yeah, there was a lot of people who were just there to sit outside. I went to Havoc Fest in 2000. Oh shit! There was fucking the, pre, yeah, crusties. St- My friends who went with me went to Barn Fest, Red you, Barn Fest. You, in you Wisconsin. just gave me scabies. I know. <laughs> went to Red Barn Fest in Wisconsin in '99, and they're like, it was outside on a farm in Wisconsin and I've never been to a more ridiculous scene. Havoc Fest, I remember being handed a flyer saying, hey, this like train punk stabbed this woman and killed her. Here's his picture. Just be on the lookout. Yeah. You know, like, so like, yeah, there's a lot of people who are going to festivals for not the music, but you're not doing it for them. You're doing it because want to do a festival you want to expose people to this music i yeah. hope people do festivals for a million why did you do a festival um i just did it because sort of how you're saying like i didn't care about other people i just want to do it for myself i wanted to test the water see how it went i booked a lineup of bands that mostly i just fucked with like i yeah. didn't care if anyone really liked any of the bands that were playing like i for example i last minute put crown of thorns on it because i love crown of thorns i don't sure. give a fuck if anyone cared at that time which most people don't some long island kids actually fuck with them more so now which right. is like pretty funny because right. you opened them up but that's yeah. yeah to me i do care about what people fuck with and that's yeah. kind of why i said bob R- todd riley fest wouldn't have worked because we would have been like oh we want this band this band and it would have felt all over the place we were like yo if i was 18 in 2006 what's the festival i'd want to see yeah and what are some things i might not know and would want to be exposed to. We did that fest as a response because we went to a festival that had been happening in California, and I'll say this out, Sync with Cali. Yep. Um, oh, I thought this was like an offshoot of that. It wasn't. No, no, it, no, was, no. it was the beef. It was the response. Oh, so, it wasn't. So, no, you want to do the truth because I don't know that dude. Um, you don't know Al? No. Is that the so, dangerous guy? Al Brown, Al Brown dangerous of Dangerous, guy. who has become a friend over the years and is a total sweetheart. I've never uh, met him. He so he's Patrick Hinlin adjacent. He makes sense. So you correct me. You correct me if I'm wrong. 
uh, and don't be political. Uh, Sound and Fury was the clap back to sync with Cali because it, it, maybe there was personal grievances, but more so it just, that was the thing in California and it wasn't meeting your needs at all. It wasn't meeting the needs of a lot of people. Okay. Um, so what kind of bands were? No, hold on. Like yeah, I mean it was. I mean, Have Heart, Guns Up, similar verse. Oh, totally. Yeah. So totally. it wasn't like they're booking. No, no, and you know, but so what was happening and... was that the last year of it, and uh, just like quick on this because I don't want to be in memory lane all night. Um, was that it was booked in kind of a haphazard way, and that's not my words. That's the words of the bands who are like relying on this. This is this California thing that we're trying to get to, and this is going to be make or break for us to do this tour you know we just did that episode with brian from incendiary that will be who appearing next yeah right right <laughs> these are out of order it's fine <laughs> brian from incendiary who said yo we got booked on this show in orlando we made it our business to get down there people were doing that for sing with cali and it wasn't meeting the needs of the band and we looked around and said me and riley at the festival were like man we could do this we could do this better and between him Riley, myself, and Todd, we got together one day in January and all but booked the whole thing in a day. Was it a hostile takeover? No. No. He, he did, did the other... the same year. He did it. Oh, he, it there was a single Cali in 2006. No, no, no. There was a... Right, right. Yeah, right. They, so they did. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. We just... You know, one Where of the biggest... Where was his? In San Pedro. And ours was in Ventura, which is a couple hours, but it's the same oh, market. It's, you know, yeah, it's yeah, Los yeah. Angeles. Um, but one of the major complaints that bands had was that hey, we're trying to book our routing here. And, you know, a lot of them are bands who were doing it themselves at the time. But they were still trying to get it done a couple months in advance. And they weren't getting answers till six weeks out, it, four it, weeks out. Like as far as, like, when they were playing sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, if hey, you're on if Saturday. If they were playing, maybe. If, if, oh, if, if they were playing. I, 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 I will say that I, I played Sync with Callie, and it, it was a more casual vibe. Which year did you play? I, we, like, literally jumped on. Like yeah. we, we, You also we, played Sound of Fury. We did also play Sound of Fury. But... Uh, the point is that like uh, this is actually what Bob is describing is the how the origin of so many fests is right. I went to a fest I wasn't feeling it I think I can do better and sure. I've gone to a lot of other fests that I thought were great I mean positive numbers fest gets talked about yeah. it should get talked about more yeah um, Wilkes-Barre they you know the fading from memory right it yeah. should it's okay. ra rapidly fading from memory right it was a great fest it was a great fest and it was well done and it was uh, probably more diverse than people remember it for being because yeah, I, it does kind of fit into this like oh this is just kind of these bands I remember it exclusively as Bridge Nine yeah shit. and United. it was a lot more diverse than that and it kind of I think United Blood was an offshoot of that that became even more diverse United Blood stopped uh, was happened started in 2007 so right not like that it was an offshoot right? necessarily yeah but kind no, of they like kind of continue the tradition because the guy who one of the guys who founded it next to fucking playing eventually it. i think they diversified but yeah. so did i mean i think positive numbers if you go look at those lineups there was a lot more diversity than people will acknowledge it for because it was born out of festivals that were going on in wilkes-barre before that that were like borderline like emo sit-down shows yeah hmm. And so then the younger dudes in Wilkes-Barre, Bob Mack. Bob Mack. He's the dude who ran it. That's right. Um, and then all those dudes in Cold World helped. They, they were help. Or, they all, you know, they helped. helped. They were friends who the, helped. It was, like, anyway. it was the kids that wanted to stage dive and that wasn't being offered. And they made it happen. And so, like, and I had been to that. I had been to a Live and Well Festival in Jersey. Yeah. I, you know, like, that was a great that fest. Was fantastic. And so there was a lot of that kind of stuff that we had in the memory banks. And Sing with Cali, it was like, oh, shit. You go there and you see how excited so many of these kids are. Pat used the word casual. I used the word haphazard. <laughs> Find the truth in there. 
And that's kind of the vibe. And that was cool. And we were like, we can do this and be a little more organized and more concise. And, you know, the three of us put it together. And that, that was really cool. So, but we wanted to do a festival for people who wanted to be at a three-day hardcore festival. You know, mm. and that's not, not easy. And it's not yeah. it's not a twenty five year old, and it sure as hell isn't a thirty six year old. Sure, yeah. You know? uh, can we get into a grievance already? Yeah, three days too fucking much. Agree. Uh, two days more than enough. Uh, two yeah. days, and it should be early a, Sunday. Fr- no, see, no, Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. See, but then you have to take a day off from work. No, you don't. Uh, listen, stick to your local festival. Uh, Friday, Friday and Saturday. You, that's actually a great suggestion. You line up Fridays with your locals, locals. Y- the things that'll draw the people within the region that can get off of work early and drive. And Saturday is your banger. Uh, that's uh, a long day. It, it, that's a long day. I am really ardently anti-Sunday. Well, so Sunday has traditionally always been a rough day. I, you know, at Posse yeah. Numbers, they would honestly. It almost felt like, man, are you just sticking the shit on Sunday? But there was one year where it was a bunch of bands that all kind of fit one lane. And I, I you know, I have an axe to grind when you book genre specific dates. Fucking mix it up. Give people a reason to go for more than one day. Yeah. But it was a very genre specific day. And that ended up being the day where it was like, oh, there was 1,100 people here Saturday. And there was 400 people here Sunday. Sunday's rough. Give, give people a day to travel home. Give people a day to kind of... You know, check out the area if they're not local. Sure. It's a nice I, time. I just think that you are, and, and Scanlon, you can you can tell me because FYI did have a Sunday, right? No. Oh no. no. Oh Friday, really? Saturday, or Saturday yeah. Sunday. Um. Oh come on, I, man. Dude, I literally don't even know. Dude, uh, looking at your phone to I tell me if you were there on a Sunday. Sunday. I, think I think it was, it was a Sunday. Sunday. Uh, it was a Saturday Sunday. Okay. Because yeah, I remember yeah, driving home on a Monday. Yeah. So, so was, what do we think about the pre-shows? Uh, as a thing, yeah, I like pre-shows. I like Absolutely. I like pre-shows and I like after shows. After shows, I like the side things because it gives you the chance to engage with the festival, even if you're not able to engage with a 12-hour day of hardcore. Also, yeah. also, it's worth saying you got that work on a Saturday. Go to the after show. Bands tour together, and there might be a band that is a perfect fit for the main festival, who is on tour with a band that is not a perfect fit for the main festival, right. and that band is best serviced. By playing to their crowd who in do not have room. to, who do, in a right. small room, who do not have to buy the weekend passes, but are still bringing in income for the festival, doing a sideshow, a after show or whatever, instead of trying to wedge them on uh, or telling them to fuck off. Because so, I find the telling them to fuck off, I've been in this position, I, t- I find the telling sucks. them to fuck off is low class. Like, I've had to do yeah. it and it's rough. Yeah. Right, I'm across the country, can you throw me a couple of Yeah, what are yeah. you doing? I've had yeah. to do so it and it's rough. So quick thing here, because we're talking about a couple, you know, what we're basically advocating for, we really like the Sound and Fury modern era format where it's, they do a Friday, Saturday, or a Saturday, Sunday, yeah, like Saturday, FYA. Sunday. FYA and Sound fine. and Fury are kind of in the same boat on this. And then doing peripheral before show after show pre-show so that you're kind of option you opt in for those if you want them but like what is the argument for the three-day festival what is the argument for it please give me that if there is one like this is hardcore they do a three-day thing well i'll say four four four. yeah but you know what i'll make the argument that you do get a lot of people who are traveling a long way Oh yeah, there's yeah. Japanese. Like, right. Yeah, so it's pulling yeah. a lot of people. So giving them more than two days, if it's just two days, it yeah. might hurt the draw. It might be like, oh, but they come there and there's 
a lot of spots and a lot of people. Dude, how many people are knocking on this is hardcore's door to play every year? A lot. Yeah. I mean, in so, in some respects, uh, until the resurrection of Sound and Fury, I, 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 which I think competes though not in the sa- exact same space. I think that it was undeniable. Uh, this is hardcore was the premier. Everybody, even it. So he, this should give you some idea. Bands that don't fit the quote unquote vibe of this is hardcore, we're still angling to play it because it. It was and is maybe the biggest platform. So, yeah. so it is. Uh, but the flip side, as you said, is maybe a scale problem for a lot of us. Yeah. Like, like right. for someone like me, I've been to this is hardcore. I had a really great time. Yeah. But, but like, the idea of doing a four, it like like, and, and I and like, let's let's cop. We're old. Yeah, right, right. And but that, that makes you if pick I'm and 18, choose. If I'm eighteen, dude, I was sitting. I when I was eighteen, which is fucking old, I went to. Chicago Fest in the spring. Uh, this, uh, it was a, a two-day full festival in Chicago. Me and my friends drove out there. Um, weekend of Easter. Uh, I drove t- with t- three other friends to Minneapolis for Havoc Fest, two-day shows. Where? And I was at Posi Numbers, which was three days. Um, wow. Or, yeah, I think it was Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. probably. Yeah. I think it was. And I went to all those, and I was happier than a pig in shit. Because I was 18, and yeah. that's what I wanted to do. And now, did I watch every band at every one of those? No. No, you're swimming. Not. No, exactly. No. Yeah, but and it wasn't like, I didn't look at it like I was going to social. I didn't know anyone who was at Havoc Fest besides the people I went with. I didn't really know anyone at Chicago Fest, including the people I went with. No, Me and my buddy were stowaways with uh, you know an acquaintance who was driving the band Kill the Man Who Questions out. Ah. I didn't know those dudes before that. Got in the van and, and went, and... It was awesome. And I didn't do a lot of like, oh, I'm hanging out. I'm being crazy. No, I was there and I watched a bunch of bands and sometimes I went for a walk and get an ice cream or whatever. But do you think the volume like has an adverse effect on a lot of bands? Like, I mean, all right, as an older person or even, I mean, Scanlon can even talk to 26. We like 26 years old. You're a young man. Do you like if there's like if you're looking at a four day festival with a hundred bands on it? How many would you say you'd actually go into the room and watch? Twenty-five uh, percent. I'm gonna respond on like five of the topics that were just covered because you sure, guys we, were going. Oh, you please. guys were just yeah. speeding. Please. But to answer your question first, um, I always thought it was weird um, when kids, even my age right now or younger, would go to pay to go to a fest and not really watch the majority of the bands. I might be an odd man out where I try to watch almost all of them because like, even right. if it's like a band I don't like on recording, I want to give them a chance live. So check a song or two out. And yeah, it's cool yeah. to be the odd man out and check that shit out. Yeah, because like I said, even with like how saying United Blood Vibe uh, has that like, oh, you know, we're just going to hang out, watch a couple bands, whatever, which is like fine. I get it. But if I'm paying money to go down to Richmond or wherever it will be, and you know, I'm paying money to get in the festival. I want to watch as much as I'm getting my money's worth. Right. I actually fil- I filmed one year of United Blood. Like I just brought my camera and just like filmed it. My friends couldn't believe I sat through every band, and I was just right, like, like, "Well, that- I'm I'm here for the for the fest. I want to yeah, see it." Right. The fact that like Sunny pulls that off. Oh yeah, blows it's crazy. my uh, fucking yeah, mind. Well, that's he, he. We got to get his head tested because that is like way yeah. too much. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know how he does. Way it. Too so much keep work. going. Sure. But so like on the two day versus three day thing, it's like yeah. you're right with the volume. It's People that are traveling far, like they're like there's like people always argue like there's way too many fests. Like we can get to that topic a little later, and sure. I totally agree with. But it's like there's definitely spots that don't have these fests and can't don't have fests that are reputable enough, as sad as to say, to get some of these bands. So 
like Joe Smart, he'll do like, yeah, like, okay, four days. So like you guys and even myself, it's kind of like too much. Like I've been to, this will be my 11th as hardcore if I go this year. And I've actually been to every day. Like I haven't missed a day. Holy yeah. fuck. Right, but wow. now how many times you like wake up in the hotel? It's well, I left, noon, early, I left right. early last year on Sunday. Like I was right. like, I can't do this. Like, you know, it's still sure. too much. Right, at 25. Yeah. Right. But, at the time. Or, yeah. um, you know, like you're like, there are people that are traveling from like super far, maybe in different countries and are just like, if I'm going to pay so much to be there, I definitely want to see as much as I can. So, but that's you want to see four, the city three. or sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You want to see the city? Like if you were going yeah, that to too. Yeah. There's Chicago, some, like the rumble. Right. right sure. You want to check out fucking there's Chicago and not spend 18 hours. I don't know who's trying weekend. to, I don't know who's trying to hang out in Philly really that much. I'm just, uh, I mean, I don't know. Chicago. We're, Bob Wilson we're, shot we're fire. New York. We're all, we're all shitting on Philly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so let's make, let's rewind just a second. Yeah. This is going to be your 11th. Yeah. So you've been going to, this is hard. 2008 was my first one. And how old were you? 15. 2008. I was, uh, Fucking Jesus Christ. Summer. 17. 17. All right. Well, actually, it was the summer, so I was 16. 16. Wow. So, like, that's a part of your life. Yeah. It's like a lot of people sort of laugh when I say it, but yeah, this would be my 11th. This is hardcore. This would be my 10th United Blood. Wow. Um, Holy and I was, fuck. I was lucky enough to, like, keep going, and, like, I had friends that wanted to go. My first is hardcore. I can't even believe I got there in 2008 because it was literally my f- friend's mom just happened to be like oh yeah i'll drive to philly and hang out for three days and we're like okay and then she did the same thing for united blood which is like yeah i'm gonna drive to richmond and hang out in a hotel for two days she definitely got secret boyfriends Uh, (laughs) maybe it's possible getting plowed out yeah find out get some check some uh some pregnancy tests all right so (laughs) so what when you think about this do you think there's a lineup that this is hardcore or United Blood could roll out that you're like, nah, not going? That's the depressing. Th- oh, oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say something totally different. I uh, sort of jumped the gun. Um, no, like I said, like because I, I don't like, get the vibe that you're I going think, as a social thing. I don't get the vibe. Uh, hell no. I, I, I honestly like. I'm just like a real deal hardcore kid. Like if I'm going to a fest, I'm going because I want to see bands. Like I like sort of can't stand people that go there for like the like. There's I had an argument with people like talking about United Blood a couple years ago where like. It was like United Blood versus some other fest, and they're like, oh, well, the vibe of United Blood is so much better, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about... Well, I mean, the vibe does count, believe me. And the vibe counts a lot to a lot of people. Like, if you're not just, like, in the same headset, like, my size as me, where it's like, I just want to see bands. And, like, you know, you want a location, you want to... You know, I get the vibe. But you'd thing. rather see I get cool the vibe bands thing. in a cool spot. Yeah, I get the vibe yeah. thing. But the if I'm going, thing, like right, I said, yeah. though, you're like, talking about the social vibe. Yeah, like I'm. I, if I'm going to a fest, I, I'm going to like see the band. I don't care to go hang out. Like honestly, I'm a weird dude. Like even if I'm at a show, I always try to just be by myself. I'm just yeah. trying to enjoy it. Like I don't like my friends are there. I'm just chill in a corner just watching i enjoy my conversations with you at fests or shows, but we end up talking about music. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, but but so. And I will say I don't. I'm not throwing shade at anyone who is going for social reasons, but everybody's different. Yeah. Um. So, so there's basically no lineup because you're gonna just be curious to see what's out there. Um. Well, the thing is though, as I'm getting, it's funny because I'm only like 26, but in hardcore, that's old, I guess, to to a lot of people. Oh Jesus Christ! I I mean, I have to say it against around you guys because I mean, sorry. (laughs) Come on. But um, like. I, they were probably like even last year like I was saying like I honestly only wanted to go like two of the days I just ended up being there for three and then Sunday I was still there and I just left early so I feel like there probably might be a day I might miss or something like now I'm starting to pick and choose but I give this hardcore and Joe so much credit because he's the probably the only fest that can get these like crazy kind of reunions that are like all right he always gets at least one thing I need to see each day and I'm like god damn it I like I hate him for that because I don't wa- always want to keep going every day but it's like I gotta go and see it. Whereas, like, United Blood is, like, kind of more so where it's, like, 
I think they are also good at the current vibe, kind of. Not. I think FYA does a little bit better. No, no offense to like braces or anyone no, rich. No, no worries. But no offense uh, by any of this. But um, yeah, I, I like United Blood can ha- still have like a mediocre lineup, and I'll probably just go because that's the one that gets like the vibe from me, where it's like like I don't care about vibe. Like so, like I said, I'll watch the bands, but I just know the sh- responses will be good, yeah. and that's what I want to see. I want to see bands like kill it. No. Kind of thing, you know. Right, you want so, to walk away and be like, "Holy shit!" That yeah. you know, that blind justice thing when people beating each other with fucking pool yeah. noodles. That was fun, and it helps that like fifty kids go from Long Island every year. So it's like there's always a ride situation. There's always right. people and there is so there's a vibe and there is a social aspect to it. But that's just I, I'm yeah. going to talk about United Blood now in terms of scale and why I think it, it is the right sort of fest for me. Mm-hmm. Now musically, <laughs> musically that's not my fest. Right, like I, like I, I think it's probably closer to your fest than I you would imagine. No, 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 no. no. It, it, well, well, maybe youth crew pat. But uh, no, there is no <laughs> there is the youth crew pat exists Fuzzy in like pat. a bizarro. <laughs> that's not a real thing. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so United Blood, perhaps musically, is not exactly my lane. Uh, but what I like about that fest and what I in, enjoyed about a fest that got like mixed reviews, but I thought uh, was actually same. Same thing I liked about it was uh, the one in Seattle, Rainfest. Rainfest. Oh, I, I like Rainfest. Uh, I like Rainfest. They pick they they pick a room that will be filled no matter what, and I know that sounds obvious and and intuitive, but it becomes a scale issue because uh, as people at home might not understand this, finding a venue that is the right size in your region that will let you do a show where people are dancing on each other's faces. Several days of said show yeah. as well. Is no inc- one's drinking beer. Right. right. Low, like, low alcohol yeah. sales. It's everything that a venue really does not want. And so finding one between uh, too small and too big is really a fucking challenge. Oh, very much so, yeah. And, yeah. and I think that United Blood and Rainfest, the thing that it, those two had or have going for them is that they pick a room that they're like, no matter what, and this will be full, and we'll be able to cover expenses. Like, we're cut, right? we're only ever going to make X amount of money, and we know that, but we know that, and and, and I that think helps that, you kind of book it too. I would well, imagine right, that you we, can't get and, and then, these ridiculous reunions or right. whatever because they're going to and, gonna ex- and thirty yourself. grand, yeah. But you can get fucking, you know, hate breed might be willing to like be like, fuck it, you know what? We'll take less money because we want to play a fucking so, hardcore so show. I think, kind of. I think a good way because we're we're kind of dancing here. We're all we got a lot of stuff to say. Let's just do it. Let's just go into each fest, okay. say some of the things that we think are great, and we can say if there's things that could be opportunities because we're not trying to come down and hammer on things. Let's talk United Blood first because we're there. Okay. Great room. Yeah, it, it great size. A great local scene. Which venue is it? I've is never been to United Blood. What is it? It's Canal Club. Canal Club. Which, which is... Uh, Twisters? Yeah. Old Twisters. Is okay. it Old Twisters? Oh, that place is dope. I thought Twisters was Strange Matter. Uh, that might be it. Know. Yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, it's, it's, it's Nancy Reagan, I, I think, maybe. I don't know. It's a club I've been to a it's been to times. A, it's been a club in the past. Yeah, and it's... it's the videos it's look upstairs, amazing. And it's... Yeah. So, they even when they started and they were somewhere else, killer club. Exact same vibe. And they found this size club that's perfect. It's not too big. It's definitely not too small, and they yeah. fill it. And it's, I think the local support for United Blood is amazing. The other thing they have going for it, people from all over the East Coast just whoosh, 
Yeah, always. North always and, North and South can both. It's a great location. Right. Right. Isn't it like Easter location. Easter weekend almost every time too? I think it's in the spring it used break to be, range, but now like I think it's like this year. It's like the week after Easter. And I think oh, what okay. they what they also do really well is that. Um, man, how, how do I put this? Um, this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel... They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now. So before United Blood, Richmond wasn't a place that people from, say, Long Island, New York, New Jersey would go to, you know, maybe you go down to down, see Down to Nothing record release show or something. But even before that, before Down to Nothing and that group of people, Richmond wasn't a destination for Northeast hardcore kids. It is now. Right. People go right. down there for the weekend to hang. Yes. Yeah. Not for that weekend, for any, any random weekend. weekend. Right. Oh, no, people move cool. down there. Right. Oh, I, I mean, uh, there's uh, uh, people might not, maybe this isn't the thing that's popping right now, but there was an actual, yeah, migration yeah. to Richmond. Right. I like, know. Like, Jake Cox down there. It was yeah. a place yeah. that people yeah. went. I'm actually trying to move there. And, like, at the Look at that. Summer. Look at that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, Whoa, breaking Long Island, man. Somebody shit. better step up. No, Scanlon, you're in trouble. No, he's still working. I'm still going to book shows. So, uh, I think we all agree that that the things that it has going for it are things that we all like. Uh, any knock against it or place, room for improvement, as you said. Room for improvement. That's soft words. Um, Scanlon. Trying to think, honestly. I, honestly, I think it's they do a really good job of, of uh, newer bands. It's diverse. Yeah. I think it's diverse. I think it's gotten more diverse over the years. More um, for sure. Because yeah, I don't remember way more being diverse. diverse no, because I feel like when I think of that, I think of positive numbers, and I could never picture like a band like Incendiary or or God's Hate 
ever playing like a posse numbers oh, kind of thing. They did. Those See, kind of bands uh, of the time did. Yeah, my, 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 yeah, stuff, my, you know. my memory and Tom's memory are the same on this. I can't, right. I don't remember. Uh, I'll like, pull it up. There's been like, a, I mean, that's like an American Nightmare. Like, that's a show like Morgado comes out and it's like Jesus Christ is returned. American Nightmare played posse numbers. That yeah. was some of their biggest shows. No, no, no. No, they did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, uh, you weren't singing fucking. Maybe Hope Conspiracy might have been like the heaviest band right. on of that because it, they were accepted. Terror at the time, it didn't. You know, make, terror was like, a, but it like, didn't make any allowance for a metalcore influenced thing. Is what you're saying? Right. I never got a, you know. Yeah, you, you, you were, never got a call. I guess this is what you're yeah. saying. You never got invited. Okay, well, I don't but, care. I know yeah. it's fine. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. fuck off. I didn't mean it that way. But, but I'm saying like I feel like United Blood is a lot more like you can have God's hate next to like a fucking. You know, a fast hardcore band, like next to All Breakaway, right, so next go. to this, uh, next to Agnostic you know, like, Front, Blacklisted, Blood Clot, Champion, Cold World, Comeback Kid, Crime and Stereo, Death Threat, Desperate uh-huh. Measures, The Distance. I could go on. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot of that. So that's 2004. I I feel like it was for the time there was a decent diversity, but maybe uh, you're totally right. There wasn't the metalcore. I don't know that. Well, not metalcore. I mean, I feel like that's like that a is, but, well, no, I mean, like United Blood is a lot it's more fine. diverse. I would say. Okay. Yeah. So next opportunity. No, I mean other. I mean, I think they do a good job with that, and I think there is some. You kind of have a feel of what the the sound is going to be like, but if you point. don't know something that's on there, and it's gotten more diverse over the years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I th- yeah. I, listen, it's going to it's going to be heavy, but it's going to be credible heavy. That that's that's yeah, that's right. There's certain yeah. bands that are not making the cut. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. That's, Th- that's, that's United Blood thing. sound is tasteful heavy. All right. FYI. Uh. What about it? Like what you what, what I like about it? It's good. Um, like like I was saying before, I just think Bob's um really good at getting current bands. It's it's very hard right now. I think in hardcore to um pick what's actually going to do very well because hardcore now literally changes like it could change like a year, a week. To year right? Like six, yeah, six it could months. do smaller. Like here's the thing. Like all right, so here's this band that put out this great release. Everyone loves it. And you know you get Bob's like, all right, yeah, I'm going to book him for. I'm just saying Bob as an example. Yeah, yeah, like, give him enough head. FYI, he's he's, he's, he's booking it, saying like, you know, like some festival books before us. So say like six months ago, someone dropped a crazy record, everyone Everyone's loved it. Blown, That's yeah. right. And then now six months later, when the fest is actually happening, there's about like five or six other bands that are already on the fest that put out releases maybe within like a, a month or two, and they're, they're more the and more thing. so Absolutely. looked at, and like that one band just has an okay set, and yep. it's just like. Um, maybe not necessarily wasting money on the band, but say if it's like a maybe like an older band that actually does need money, or like a band from California had to fly out that maybe it bombs down. It's just like I kind of wasted money. I, like it sucks to think that as a, just because I'm right. a promoter, I'm saying sure. like it sure. sucks to see something you put a lot of money into kind of and just like it kind of just like fizzle. But now, so, do you think there's ever like so like say th- things do change? Yeah. Do you th- like do you think? There's a lot of room for the promoter, say Bob or for yourself, to kind of go back and be like, hey, man, we're going to change the play. You know, change strength, probably shouldn't headline. We, but they're getting headlining money. Do you flip-flop them with an eco-strike? I know, like, personal oh experience, God. we played FYA, and we were, like, on the oh, on, thing. Yeah, on like the oh, flyer right, as the headliner. Right, right, yeah. I'm not playing over Blistered in yeah. Florida at their last, last show. show. Yeah, yeah. And, oh. you know, those dudes were fucking awesome about it, and they yeah, went on last course. and whatever. But I mean, like we had the wherewithal to be like, I'm not, I'm not like offended that we don't get the headline. We'll play in no, the middle. Right. I don't give a fuck. But I wonder if certain bands are like, you know, you're giving us X amount of money. We're a fucking legendary fucking legacy band like Chain. Are they willing to open for fucking whoever? There's a lot of bands that aren't willing to do that. Right. So wait, that which I, right totally. to their, Why do you want to chain, pro- chain probably wouldn't have done that. 
Like, oh, and what? the band that played before Chain was Earth Crisis, oh, and well, they did had... a lot better than Chain. So, so I mean, the, and they're we, having a renaissance, which makes me very happy. Yeah, a lot, they a lot are more people. Are Earth Crisis. They are, they are having a renaissance. They um, so, I mean, to me, uh, what's good about FYI, I said it before, uh, excels at the new stuff. Excels yeah. and local. Um, and uh, well, and local, local news and local stuff. could be no, local to everything. North Carolina. And I mean, mm. I think United Blood does great. I think most of the festivals do great with it. I think almost all really try to have that local thing. But what is so interesting is when a fest like FYA blows up that local. Yeah. Knee deep, uh, nobody should really know who that is. Yeah. Right? Like, no, I totally up. agree. Like they 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 haven't gotten out of Florida. I don't think. Right. Nope. Right. But, uh, they played North Carolina once. Good. Oh, and it was right, North Carolina. That's right. Right. But yeah. but good. Uh, but they're a band who now people know about. Pat was like asking about them the other yeah. day. I, I got people on my timeline being like, "Give me a three knee, knee deep shirt." You right, know what I mean? Right, it's, right. So, it's also a band that's like how you're saying, like it's crazy that um, you know Bob was. Like, I'm not going to just uh, say it's all because of Bob, but it's crazy that a band that played a fest like blew up kind of thing. They didn't have any recorded music. That's right. It was just all strictly Florida kids, and like it's kind of a band. Like if you listen to it, like no one, not that many people should like it. Yeah. It's a very niche kind of sound that's like somewhat kind of funny too. <laughs> like I mean, I love like I love all that shit. Like I love dumb beatdowns. So I'm like super into that stuff, which is like pretty funny. But <laughs> I'm not saying they're a beatdown band. But I'm just saying like there's some elements like you know there's like sh- like a, a sh- fuck what is it like a machine gun being shot during right. like the during one of the songs. Yeah, yeah, it's just like yeah, you know it's I, over the top. I don't think we need to dance around it. I think they would cop to the fact that it's it's lowest common denominator with tongue in cheek. Yeah. Oh no. They're like the only reason why I give them credit too is like they're when you talk to them like the, I love the singer. It it he they like they get it. They they get it, but they're not like it's weird. They're not trying too hard. Like because there's some bands that just try too hard to sound like a certain thing, a rip off a certain style. When it's sure. like the person doesn't make sense to be playing that. Like yeah. you know, like the singer is like. I don't want to. I like he just like the way he speaks. You can be like, oh yeah, like this dude should be in like a ghetto ass band. Like that. Just like sounds that dude like definitely weird. owned the machine gun that was on the mosh part. Yeah, or yeah. like I don't know. He's just like it. Just th- their okay, personality so, fits it. So okay. So yeah. FYI excels. So maybe instead of talking about what fests could do do great because we're kind of hitting the same points. What can we learn from these fests? So FYI, United Blood has the room. Perfect. The the room. I actually. Uh, prefer the old venue they used to do it at sure. alley cats yeah Alicast, um right. but it was like on, i get it though it's like way too small like it's like if you're down in like because it had a balcony you you've yep. you been there yep. right absolutely it had a balcony it's a little it's like it's kind of sucks because you know you don't have everyone down the main room it you have some... people just like looking down at you but like when you're in that main room it's crazy and that's and what it, i like it makes for some crazy photos yeah, it's just, it, yeah. Yeah. It's scale yeah. so so yeah. scale fyi finger on the pulse Honestly, yeah. that's yeah, what they yeah, do really yeah. well. Improved um, venue this year, too, I would imagine. Yes, yeah, but, but my only suggestion <laughs> would be... All right, so they had, like... I don't there's, know if you've seen the videos or anything. like, on the side, right? Yeah, kind there's, like, like these runways. two balconies on left and right. right. I think he had the merch on the right, and then the left is, like, a, a side you can't really, like, cut off because, obviously, there's, like, a bar. You know, the venue needs a bar open, blah, blah, sure. blah. I think next year he should put the merch down in the main room so it also kind of pushes people, people forward sure. and just... Don't let anyone on that right side balcony. Like I think VIP that's what he should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I don't think. Stuff, yeah. I don't think he should let the public access the right side. Like, do you think that adversely because it affects like reactions and yeah. The room it, being so and, yeah, like you'll have like say five hundred people maybe watching you, but it doesn't feel like that because you have two hundred fifty yeah. or something like that yeah, on, on the side. Sides. Just like oh yeah, yeah, yeah that right, was right. it made for and weird a optics. Fuck you, horseshoe in the front of you. Yeah, and that sucks. You know. So, yeah, of do we know anything about Midwest blood? 
It's. I mean, I think it's for young people in regional, Midwest, and highly it's sold regional. out like six months in advance. Yeah. So they're doing yeah. something. It's, it's a very regional thing. Uh, Midwest blood, like it's not something that I think a Northeast kid would see or like anyone from the East Coast and be like, oh, I'm traveling to that. Because like, here's the thing. Like, how I was saying, there's a little bit too much fest. Like, I respect people from um, like a part of the country that doesn't really get a lot of tours or like doesn't have like a crazy hardcore scene and they just like make a fest and like build their own thing right like they and did like, that in Oklahoma right they did like the flyover fest oh yeah they did something like that yeah because yeah. there was, like, was, integrity. Uh, there was so, a fest in, uh, in Arsenault too right because yeah. like because you're not getting yeah. integrity's not coming to fucking yeah. Tulsa Oklahoma unless you book them on a festival yeah and I totally get like you know doing your Got own it. festival yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah Midwest blood is like like not to be mean but like if you're from the East Coast you're not gonna travel because it's mostly Midwest bands that like maybe we haven't heard or just like won't necessarily don't care, care about, about. Like, who yeah. are the two headlines it's so knock, knock loose. loose and yeah it always used to just be like expire every year and okay. then like it would you know switch off but do yeah you like any of those year, bands huh do you like any of those bands i like the first expire seven inch i didn't think it was that bad they play like my friend's basement and i was like oh yeah this is pretty cool and then it sort of like kind of died off for me but i mean As i they give, got bigger yeah almost, i give yeah. them credit though they got so many kids into hardcore like even if i don't feel no like the grind yeah no, no actually grind on them at, at all but the fest so so it's you brought no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Right. Uh, okay. it's, uh, I want, is it Spinelli's? Louisville or Lincoln or so, whatever No, Spinelli's is. is like that weird pizza spot been. that's in the base. Yeah, it's a really Oh, it's not there. Thing. No, it's definitely not there. But it's in a big venue. Uh, it's not even size. a big venue because I think it sells out apparently at like 300. I agree right. totally. Which they like, sold out in like a week or something. But, yeah, it always sells out. Yeah. But, cool. that, but that's a perfect regional fest to me is 300 yeah. and make it insane. Like... You know, make it a venue that doesn't honor a fire code and just right, like fill that. Like, not should not be playing in this room. Right, 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 right. Like, yeah. make people remember it. Right. So I'm looking at this lineup, and I know some of the bigger bands. Um, and Throw I know them out a few. There. Uh, okay, so the bigger bands, I know. I'll, I'll give you the big bands. Spine. Everybody know them? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Are they one of the bigger bands? Yeah, they're. But now they played like Fya. Yeah, it's crazy. Headline the pre-show Thursday. Yeah. Friday is Bent Life. We know them. Midwest. Yeah. World of Pain, San Diego. But um, but a Midwest sensibility, right. let's be frank. Saturday, yeah. uh, Knocked Loosed. We got Knocked Loosed. Knocked Loose. Um, we got a TBA secret thing. And then God's Hate. We got that Cali vibe. Got it. Yeah. Stone. We got that Midwest. Expire, Detain. Right? Harms Reduction Record. That's it. Um, and Arbor Core. So, so then going Grand through. Rapids. But when I'm going through the rest, and, you know, I think we all are pretty deep on this stuff. Um, I wouldn't recognize two thirds of this. I know yeah. it. Yeah, I'm looking at I, I, you know. I, I, Throw I me the opener. Well, openers. Constraint. No. Contrast. No. Wolf piss. <laughs> Good name. I want them. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to. Like Transgression. No. Devil's Den. No. All right, so you know what though? Those are all the local yeah. bands that we're well, telling Fest to throw decline, on. Um, Nesh. Lethal contact, inclination. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's like the point I was making though. Where like, all right, so someone from the East Coast, like who has United, like East Coast is super spoiled. Has United Blood, has this hardcore. They see this lineup. Has America's hardcore. Where this, the, like the the headline. Yeah, blue. I mean, it has it has so yeah. many different things. It's right. Yeah. But sorry. So you see, like the headliners are, or like the top tier bands is like God's Hate and like um like Knock Loose. Yeah, you know, and but it's just like wow, it's crazy. Like uh, to me, it's like. It's crazy that those are the bigger names because, like, like you know, you have United Blood and this hardcore where they're throwing like these crazy names at you. And you get uh, but is that important? Yeah. I mean, that's your in one sense that goes back to well, like, not like even, getting the bigger not unions. Even, right, not even yeah. reunions. I'm just saying. Like, no, I'm not even saying reunions. I'm saying big bands. Knock yeah, Loose like is bigger than yeah. Nick, Knock Loose bigger than any band we've talked about so far. For right sure. Now? Oh, Knock you know Loose I mean? is probably bigger than they're, any current hardcore band except for maybe. No, nah, they're yeah, they're probably they're definitely bigger than I Code Orange. They're as big as Code Orange. Yeah, absolutely. Knock Loose is huge. 
Huge. Like bigger than those types. Oh yeah, they're right there, man. Yeah. And that's Holy not shit, and that's no not idea. just it's just that they are in a like uh the adjacent category. You yeah. know, they're they're, they're an like entry the level. Stick to your guns. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize they were, I knew they were very I big. I mean, somewhere at Stick to Your Guns, Comeback Kid when they were really popping, you know, like this this crossover where right. there's kids who like Code Orange, obviously, like yeah. they I mean, also yeah. like Knock Loose. There's kids who like Turnstile and also like Knock Loose. Yeah. Wow. So it's hard, wow. but I mean, I wonder if Knock Loose is from Richmond, you know, they might be a different different story. Well, right? the, yeah, that's they have, the thing. Like, the hometown push. That's the thing. Is um, like, are, are you saying? Think, like, I'm trying to think about. Are you like, asking if hardcore kids would be more into it if they were from Richmond? Is that uh, what you're no, saying? I'm not saying uh, hardcore kids. Less, I'm saying East Coast, people from the East Coast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. I think I, I'll I think be, they'd be less involved. Like if they were a New York band, people would be like, "What the fuck yeah, is this?" 100%, yeah, 100. percent I'll right. be honest. They'd like, be playing yeah. like shitty fucking. No, and I think they, I think they built themselves on that Midwest love, and they really built up to a really big. Yo, the Midwest kids identify with it. Yeah, on for them. It means something. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so Midwest Blood. We, we, what, what do we like about Midwest Blood? The local love. Yeah, that's it. I'm down. I don't know a thing else about and it. And I think except that, that others putting, do it really well as well. On. But they really put it on. We don't know much about you. Come out, get get out of this with some info about Midwest Blood. Yeah, um, I know. I know. Detain loves that shit. Has a good time. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Damage City. What do we know? It's I, way too punk for me. I didn't recognize four fifths of the bands. Uh, I, the lineup has definitely gone down a bit in the recent years. Um, wow. It's definitely more punk oriented. Um, I just I think the lineups were stronger uh, a couple years ago. Uh, like la- the previous year wasn't too hot for me, and then this year is like it's got some like pretty decent like punk bands on and stuff like that. But the, the two, biggest like- problem right now is that it's the same weekend as United Blood, which is like United Blood's not even announced yet. Oh, it is. Okay. United, United Blood's not even announced yet. Is but it you still know, it's the same weekend, April fifth. Yeah, did this is the second year. year this is the second year. They did, and it was really a bummer. Did it have like an adverse effect? on... No, it didn't affect United Blood. Might have affected uh, DC. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's two different. I think you're giving an opinion. Please give an opinion. I think that it did impact it. Not you, in a big way. Or, yeah, I think they both impacted each other. I mean, they're divergent there was, enough. There's divergent enough in the lineup, yeah. but I think that that might have been where it impacted it. Well, he, here's I'm going to offer a different thing. I think it might not have, it may or may not have impacted the actual people in the room, like amount of people. What I think it does is it 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 splits that scene in an unnecessary yeah, way. Yeah, That's them. correct. Yeah. And yeah. that's where the, the, the thing is, is it's kind of like making you choose between I'll, I'll go to Damage City, I'll go to United Blood. If I'm 18, I want to go to both. Yeah. I want to be able to but, uh, but, that, but that, I think, is... Uh, but I don't think that, Damage City is on the 18-year-old. No, I think... Oh, sure. I, I th- I think oh, yeah. I think different, different 18-year-old. No, than, not different. Different, but I agree with... So I half agree with Bob. Yes. I think that there is... Maybe me at a certain age, maybe maybe me today. Actually, uh, I would want to see bands from both. Yes, and so let yeah. me give you a quick thing because I think I, I see where Pat's going here. I'm going to read you some of the lineup from one of the fests: um, Free, Enforced, Substance, Abuse of Power, Distort. What is Z? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What fest is this? That's probably the, the, the yeah. I'm saying that's well, those, those, are that play blood. those are all bands yeah. that could play United yeah. Blood too. Yeah. But if and and maybe some will, because uh, yeah. but they're going to figure it out. But they're having to do that dance because what my heart is always in for is kind of what Pat was saying. What I think everybody in this room, I might not know, and I know this one, Rashomon. Um, you would like them. Um, uh. but that, it's a great demo that came out last year. But you might you might not know it, but if you were going to see Free and saw them play before, 
Excuse me. If you saw them, you would you would be like, oh shit, that was cool. Yeah, you got it. And you'd be exposed to it, and you might go to this. But if you're making people choose, they're gonna choose on party lines. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that that's what I don't like about it is that like that that partisanship that that it fosters is ultimately not good for anybody not good for bands i like no. forget the kids for a second because i'm in bands right, so does I'm, that I'm, preclude free from playing united blood because they're playing well hopefully the not day and they probably and, figure it out but I, mean, nah. I don't think it, I, I don't think either fest would kind of like draw a line them, in right. the sand yeah. no but, but but if you separate them a month which don't get me wrong we don't want to micromanage anybody's no, fest right no. so like i don't know what the fucking details are here right but if you separate them by a month you might get every regional kid at both exactly so yeah. right. so let's not come down too hard on damaged city for this because you know no. blood's on the same way it's it's you know like guys, it's actually not a blood's fault uh, well faults <laughs> faults irrelevant um but i think i actually Fucking looking racist. at this i know a lot of these bands and it's a great fest a great lineup i haven't been but i know people who flew out from california to this, this. because it's got a diverse lineup. Yeah. I would compare this. I kind of put it in the same bucket as, say, Not Dead Yet up in Toronto. Yep. Right. Right. That's right. how I looked at it. That's how it is. A lot of that stuff. And, you know, the one thing that I like when these band- these fests do is when they throw a couple. When Damage City or Not Dead Yet goes, yo, let's let's take this. This is hardcore fest. This Sound and Fury fest. This United Blood fest staple. Sprinkle it into ours. Because that brings a different flavor. Yeah, incendiary and did not exposes, dead yet last year. Yeah, right, and it went over huge. And it exposed and played it with like in a sect way. and like a ran- it was a yeah. it wasn't like their crowd of bands that they would play with. Well, and it, 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 it kind of it crosses it and says, and that's kind of what I said with the like genre days. Mix that stuff up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really nice. And I think that Damage City and Not Dead Yet both are conscious of what they are as a festival. Right, but also that's, that's are willing question, to bring, yeah. Yeah. are willing to bring that bleed. So. Okay, so let's let's bounce into this is hardcore, yes. uh, which is not elephant in a room like we're grinding, but it's the elephant in the room in that it's it's a big fest at this. It's point. the biggest, it, yeah, it's but, the biggest one. Yeah. So, so uh, has been for many years. I don't yeah. know. I don't think I went last year. I think I went the year before. Uh, but I I don't recall what. Y- so the thing that you beef with. The, uh, the g- essentially subgenre days, uh, sure. uh, yeah. stratifying days by specific hardcore metalcore. Uh, yes, yeah. right. Like the, the goon day. Yeah. Right. Like, which to, has some merit to it because if sure, I'm going to see sure, the fucking turning point reunion, do I want to like have to worry about getting punched in the face during? <laughs> see, see, some that other is band. that's the delicate balance. But I know plenty of people, and I do, listen. I don't know the fucking numbers on any individual day of this is hardcore. But I know people that skipped the goon day entirely. Sure, yeah. they they paid their fucking Four weekend. Days worth it, yeah. yeah, but did not. And don't get me wrong. Like if that's how the the books are balanced, if it's like, hey, listen, you can take a day off if you want, kid. We, we you're getting more than your money's worth on three days. It's fine. Well, and so I would say honestly, I mean. Has this is hardcore done the kind of stratified days? They sure, did. They yeah, did. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I've also seen it where they've done the very diverse yeah. days yeah. too. Right. You know, really big. And I mean, Posse Numbers was really guilty of doing that. And that's yeah. you know, and and Sound of Fury. You know, like there, I'm sure there's times where people go, eh, you know, there's a couple years there where they were kind of like, oh, here's this like popier day. Here's this, right? right. But I, I, I think, I think a pop day is the worst possible thing for your niche festival sure I, yeah. I think I, I think that it's a road that a lot of 
fests end up going down right, no, uh, and, do it, it. and it's almost always ill-advised. Right. You don't know what to do with that day. So you stack it with all that stuff don't instead of that. making that a sub headliner, which almost always makes the most sense. Uh, did it last year. And yes. it is it, to me as the fest goer, again, I don't know anybody's pockets it, it, as a fest goer. That's toxic to me. I don't like your pop day is of no interest to me and that's fine. I'm not everybody's consumer, but I mean, it actually actively makes me less inclined to attend your festival yeah. period. And yeah. I think the piece to me is when you are booking a band who is, say you're booking a hardcore fest, cause that's what we're talking about. And you're booking a band who's pop punk or, or indie ish or whatever, you know, like turnover is a good example. We, we did it with self-defense years ago. You know, we looked at it and said, okay, this is, you know, a palate cleanser. This is something where we're going to give somebody. And now for something completely different. Right. And I think that you get that in different formats and different fests. It's nice to, ha- uh, nice to have a respite from. Right. And just, <laughs> the, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And that's just something we always took a huge value and we we're like, that is cool. And I, I like when people do that. Now, when you group them all together, ugh, it's just clusters. It's, you know, to me, it's like a clot, not a, uh, a cl- gathering. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the exact reason why I left earlier Sunday this past this hardcore is because, like, it was literally like... You're not trying to see Shelter at 1 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday? Well, here's the thing is I actually kind of wanted I, to see Shelter. I love and, that. But the thing was, though, it was like the... Shelter's on I don't even know uh, what kind of genre what? to say it. It's like... It was like, you know, like Wisdom of Chains and the H2O and the like Murphy's Law. And like, I like... So you know, old H2O. man hardcore. It's the old it? man yeah. stuff, you know. Okay. On a Sunday night is on a Sunday night and it's just like... Recipe for disaster. I want to get home and go to Philly. Okay. I mean, from Philly, you know, I just want to like go home. It's like three-hour drive, whatever. So, yeah. I think it's definitely not in the best interest when fests do that and try to make like specific days i get why they do it though because you always have the idiots that are like oh i'm not gonna waste money to go see only one band on this one day and then oh but there's like this other band i want to see the other day where it's like i'll do that like i don't sure, care you will you know that's like, why that's people will definitely i mean i know people I that it. literally just went down for the shelter day yeah yeah no i did too just i think yeah i think you, you get know. in trouble with that but it's that's just kind of a, a manner of philosophy for any sort of festival door. with yeah. it just, and to me i'm always of the mind like all right i want to make it so that there's at least oh you like this kind of band there's at least two three five bands on this yeah. show that on this day that you got to see right. and they're not Instead of it being like, all right, 12 bands Sunday, here they are. Right, and yeah. 10 of them are this sound. I'd rather it be two, three, five. You have, you have to, to cluster you have them to mix together it up, a little bit. And you have to balance it. Exactly. Yeah, that's and, and, and so balance. But I will say this. One of the biggest things that I really do, I appreciate it greatly that This Is Hardcore does, it's an international festival. He draws people from all over the yep. place, and he books bands from other countries. Yep, and I yeah. think he, I think that's very specific. I think that's thought out, and it's kind of giving a nod to that. This isn't just gonna be like, oh, you know, he throws bands like the Geeks last year, two years ago, whatever. Sick, it was. Yeah. And and like who who no other press is doing that, and that's a really cool thing. He books some bands. Black Blue Dog. Always, always that's that's brought in that's right. always European one international okay, band every right year. I think. And I just I mean, and that's an expensive thing for a band that probably won't. Bring that money. And, you know, let's yeah. not count people's dollars. They're well, doing I mean, it on this giant exposure. There's a band from from Russia a couple years back who right. played, and I thought that was cool. Joe Joe was the first dude who booked for Scene that band, yeah. like thrash band from Denmark, yeah, from, right? Uh, from Finland, Finnish, Finland, Finnish yeah, thrash. Finland. And and like that band's right. fucking great, and at that exposure level. So I will call this is hardcore the international fest because he gets a lot of people from all over the world, and that's just awesome. You and know, like it really bands. is yeah. like a melting pot. Uh, this is my only it's not a knock yet it's just an apprehension it's like a like a nervousness the only thing I can equate this to is like 
watching some of these young rap acts, like not the fucking uh, ones that we talk about, the SoundCloud ones, but like the kids with guns, like they're 17 year olds with guns and I get nervous. Now I have a similar <laughs> feeling about this is hardcore because black and blue might have the highest, con- highest contingency or highest uh, number of criminals in one room. Right. Like the concentration of the highest concentration yes. of criminals in one yes. room. Uh, sure. But the, nobody nobody wanders into that not knowing that it's going to be the right. highest and concentration. Right, and no one is going to do something stupid Correct. knowing the next person, the person next to you could have you beaten. Correct. Right. And that's to its benefit, even if it's, uh, even if it's uh, kind of a precluding vibe. It, not everybody wants that at all, right? Right, but the bands yeah. they, they book, for uh, the most part... Appeal to that crowd, get it. And are comfortable with it. Everyone knows what they're getting into. No one's rolling in there. This is hardcore occupies a a strange space where there is some of that. But but, and don't get me wrong. This is to Joe's credit that it's not uh, like just criminals, right? Like, like, no, but 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 at that volume, you're going to have some criminals and you're going to have a lot of. I guess what I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is like Sound of Fury last year was the most harmless fest I've ever been to. Like, is I that a positive or a negative? I think it was a huge positive for that uh, specific. Sound of Fury banks itself on being harmless, yeah, so it, people will come back and feel comfortable. Like, yeah. like, like I mean, some of those dudes running that shit are no joke. Well, yes, that's none true. of us were. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> but here's the thing. Okay, real quick. No, I'm not saying uh, anything about it. This is no trust. This is nobody on this podcast testing anybody's gangster. No, on the please. Front. But what I, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, Sound of Fury last year. Uh, was the most diverse uh, crowd that I had seen at a festival in terms of gender, in terms of what, it, like, it, Ray, like it, everything. It was just a really like, and that set. It was a positive vibe. Everybody got behind it. it was cool. It seemed uh, joyous. Like th- right. for lack of a better term, like watching the videos, I was like, this looks awesome. Yeah, like, this joy looks and like a passion to it. Right, and so you can it's palpable, and you can from see the bands it and from the kids, kids, you can yeah. see like it's not like check out my move, I'm going to punch somebody in the mouth. No. Right, but, it's just fucking but, but, everyone having a ball. But I want to offer a crazy opinion on that. Go, I personally fall fall more on this is hardcore vibe. I I you want the danger. I'm not a criminal. I but I grew up. At shows that were, that are criminals that were somewhat yeah. criminal. I mean, and, this is what hardcore is. We lock ourselves in with felons. Right. <laughs> and, and so, to me, I'm comfortable in a this is hardcore environment. I'm good with this. Black and blue is a little much to me for me to be honest. But uh, I love it. <laughs> but the what I'm, advantage. what I'm saying <laughs> is having this is hardcore has enough of that element that I'm always nervous that there's somebody who doesn't get it. Like and that, okay. and, and but I feel like that's yeah. pervasive in Philly and Boston. You always feel like something crazy might happen right now. But, but it's a bad kind of crazy for me. But like, like maybe because like, in New York I'm spoiled because I know New York people, right? And well, I don't feel. But like I feel like I've gone to like not fest and just go. Some dude in a Dropkick Murphys hat can punch me right now. Like I don't really know what's gonna. I just feel like there's always like that palpable sense of like. Something crazy might happen while um, maybe New York has kind of been neutered um, because of the influx of non-New Yorker. I don't know. I, I think what's shit. being – yeah, no. I mean, I think – I'm not saying that, that in a hard, bad way. No, 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 no. There's a – Bob just slowly album. walked away from his microphone. <laughs> yeah, that Homer Simpson yeah. meme fading yeah. into the bush. Um, 
I just don't want to see anybody's fest get shut down because of some stupidity, and I worry for. I even though it's not my fest to worry everyone about, everyone in charge of the festivals is very much in control of that element, mm-hmm. whether you feel it or not, and that that would definitely not be an issue um, in any of them. Yeah, at any no of them. At any of them. I think and that, that people that, that feeling is kind of uh, also just kind of plays into the bands that are booked. You know, and you know, last year it was a joy. We'll say Sound of Fury had, you know, Sound of Fury will say has a joy to it. Yeah, when, when real, I call it harmless, that's not a knock. It was right. actually no, no, it, no. It's, it's, harmless is a very kind thing to me, and and it's inviting, it's inclusive, it's welcoming. Right, right. Um, and it's not to say that this is hardcore. Isn't those things? You go, you walk around this is hardcore, and you see people who many of them have saved up their entire like whatever bullshit mop money that they've got to go go do this and they are having a great time that said this is hardcore you got the east coast grit Right? right, you know, yeah. you got that Albany dirt level, <laughs> and you no, got that. There's not a that. beach down the street. No, right, and like you know, Sound of Fury embraces the beach. Um, this is hardcore embraces to. the street. You know, and yeah. and, 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 and it's not and the cheesesteaks. <laughs> but but I think that that feeling is a feeling, and that is when you talk about the vibe. That's kind of where it all plays in. Um, wow, we could talk about this for a long. Yeah, time. Yeah, we it's only a part uh, one uh, clearly because uh, we, we have more. Yeah, we might have to do a second part of this, but. Uh, uh, Scanlon, we we appreciate you coming. Is there any is there anything be, we got like a few minutes? Is there anything you want to expound on? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, I just wanted to touch on one thing too. Like I understand what you're saying about like this hardcore vibe. I mean, I've like as I said, I've gone there. Uh, this will be my 11th year if I go, uh, which I'm sure I will. Um, I've never felt like you know like nervous. Or, like I've definitely gone to shows and felt straight up scared, especially in New York at you know some certain shows. Like I know Tom was saying, you know. Uh, he doesn't feel like it's as scary because of like everything's like kind of new. There's still some like sketchy ass shows that happen, but um, I yeah, feel like uh, I don't know. Okay. I'll get it. I'll get into it later. <laughs> um, but yeah. I feel like uh, people that are at this hardcore that might be more on the more intimidating side sort of know not to do anything dumb there because of the parties involved. They don't want to ruin something, and you know they don't want to get on. Bad but you don't want to be. No, you don't want to be the asshole that got no, the fresh shut down. I, I think, and I think it's greater than that. I think it's not like, oh, they want to do it because this dude or this dude. They don't want to do it because they know how important that festival is. Yeah, yeah. You want to, to be the guy that ruins thirty five hundred people's I'm not, good time? I, I, listen, yeah. I'm not trying to jinx them. I'm just saying you got a lot of dudes with poor impulse control in the same fucking spot. That, that that's all yeah. I'm saying. And, and so, uh, whatever. The, is there anything that we're going to do a part two? Yeah, do we yeah. want? Do we want to do? Do we want to say what's what came out that we're that we're? How's everybody feel about that twitching tongues? I actually I, love it. I don't know what I think about the video yet. Love the video. I love think it's video. a little ridiculous, but I think the song is great. The chorus is huge, and I'm psyched. If that's what the record's going to come out like, then I'm really fucking stoked. That's awesome. It is. Yeah, I think the song's. Uh, Good. I, I like it. It's definitely a step up from the. Uh, even, actually, there were like. I know the previous record gets shit on all the time. There's some and good like, songs on there. Yeah, no, there's some yeah. good songs. I mean, they're my friends, so I can say whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, like they even know like sometimes the last record gets shit on. But I think this r- song was great. And the video, yes, it is. It kind of is a little too much, but that's twitching tongues now. They just embrace that they're like right. goofy. They, like they don't give a shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Colin shows up in a fucking robe and a mask. Like, that's true. He, they don't I mean, there were certain things like when he's starting, his like brother is like kind of slowly yeah, yeah, edging yeah. off screen. It's, 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 yeah. a, it's a little gaggy, but I like it. I, yeah. Like, yeah, like it's I a think gag. the song. I just hope that doesn't that doesn't adversely affect. I don't think it will. I think the people. Are, no, I, like, I, I think people are with this. 
so far. Listen, here's my we're ga- with this, but no, I'm saying like here's my gauge. Joe Metalcore, metal guy out there. Oh, you're saying like, like oh, that? No, but oh. like if you're seeing this on fucking Headbangers Bowl, whatever the fuck, whatever the, the, that thing is. I th- I think they're in. I think they're in. and I uh, the song is fucking great. And listen, yeah. I, I ran this by my girl who was younger. And before I finished, I said, "What'd you think of that?" She said, "I thought it was awesome. I thought I, th- I love the song." She didn't watch the video she, because YouTube generation Videos you put, don't exist. You put yeah, that yeah. on and it just plays in the background. Right. But she loved the song, so I think that's great. I think yeah. that bodes well for them, to be honest. The chorus is huge. Yeah, it's got yeah. a great mosh part. You're big on that chorus. It's uh, fucking really catchy. Do you have an opinion on it, Bob, Bob Homer Simpson? The the um, mic again? No, uh, hmm. it's fine. Okay, I didn't, it's not for no, you. No, no, right, um, but. I think the video is funny and I think it's cool that they embrace because right like that dude's a silly dude and makes funny videos right or made funny videos but he made the guy from Hatebreed silly which is pretty I mean that's yeah. that takes I thought violent. it was I thought that was cool um, oh, that's great music that's was funny. music music uh, I'm curious to see how they do uh okay anything else we want to say harm's way single this one's better than the last one that's that, all I got to that, say that's the, all I got to say I thought that's the first good, single yeah, from this record too. was the best harm's way song that I've ever heard I take that back the second one is by far the best most because up to this point up to this point you haven't been a harm's way dude no the no. first one I thought was okay didn't excite me uh, this, and I still think that was better than their usual input the, like this second song I think is pretty strong it's I think it should have been the lead single yeah. um Okay. Very interesting. Uh, because we're tight for time, we'll 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 do other things later. There you go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, be we'll, good. we'll do a part two of Deer Fest. Yeah. We'll thank probably you, shit you, on some more. Thank you so much to our guest, Mr. Scanlon. Thanks our for having Vengeance oh, Fest and, and uh, yeah. our our engineer today, Sean. Yes, thank you thank very you. much for your patience and also thank his, you, his, his roommates, his beautiful and, partner uh, who who has been patient and his roommates who stepped out and their wonderful dog and Jasper. Shout out Everybody to Everybody have a beautiful night. This has been Axe to Grind. Thank you.